We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Sarah, we both know that Zay Flowers' rookie talent show performance went viral earlier this week. And as a result, some of the national media are just buzzing about how special the camaraderie of Baltimore's 2023 squad really seems to be. Yeah, and Bobby, what really flies under the radar is just how big of an impact strong team vibes can have on winning. And that's the most important thing. So Pat McAfee, he himself, he explained why good team vibes is actually a major weapon. I'm Bobby Trossett, as always, alongside my partner and co-host, Sarah Ellison. It is Friday, September 1st. Regular season football is on deck. And this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault, presented by this month's title sponsor, who's supporting us through Patreon, Tanner Mashburn. All right, Bobby, so the Ravens made several roster moves on Thursday, including one that impacted the beloved undrafted rookie running back Keaton Mitchell's status going forward. And plus, where does Baltimore stand with its current cap space situation entering 2023 and a hilarious similarity between Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and one Lamar Jackson? Yeah, we have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news and our opinions in about 30 minutes. This is going to be a happy vibes, a happy vibes episode today. Just soak it in. We still got some time before the regular season, but it is that Zay Flowers Rookie talent show performance where he's rapping Kodak Black song. I mean, we played it yesterday and we commented on it a little bit. Our lead was more about OBJ talking about this, you know, the potential of championships. So we really didn't get into the rookie talent show much, but my goodness, did the national media pick up on it. So um, where should we start? Josina, McAfee, which one do we want to start with here? I think Josina's tweet came in first, so I think we should probably go chronologically. And what's nice about the tweet and the video that we have to kind of be spliced together here is that they align with one another, and they're talking about essentially two separate things in a sense. I mean, it's about they're reacting to 
the talent show and the brotherhood and all the fun that's being had at that rookie talent show performance earlier this week. But, you know, a tweet like this from Josina, I'll just read it. Last year, I covered the Eagles a lot, she says. Very early on, I sensed a different energy in that locker room. The chemistry of talent and personalities woven together there is just so well-balanced. From the leaders, the alphas, to the lighthearted. That similar tapestry is harvesting in Bmore. First of all, can we just show some love to her jargon, her grammar? Yeah. I love it. That was like a poem right there. Poetry in motion from Josina. But we should expect nothing less from uh, our friend of the show and one of the best NFL insiders out there who's working for herself, by the way. I know she just got picked up by FS1 and Undisputed. She's going to be on there with Skip. But nonetheless, uh, to, to me... Sarah, and we know that Philadelphia maxed out in the Super Bowl. They came out of the NFC a year ago, and they matched up with Kansas City in the Super Bowl. So clearly, the DNA of the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles were something that you want to be compared to, led by Jalen Hurts, right? So in that sense, this is a great compliment. But I think more importantly, it speaks to internally what's going on. This is some new insight, not only shared by Josina, but also, Pat echoed that as well, and we'll get to that in just a second. So that was my first thought. It's it's an internal development that's happening in Baltimore with some of this, these new cast of characters. And as crazy as it is to say that a lot of this has to do with a rookie, Zay, and I talked about this on my personal channel earlier today, Zay has been this, yes, this breath of fresh air, and I think Odell kind of said that about just his new chapter in Baltimore from a football perspective. But Zay's exuberance is rejuvenating. His youthfulness and how fun he's having and, and the already established chemistry with a South Florida guy like Lamar is making it feel like there is reju a rejuvenated state in Baltimore. I don't know what that's going to produce for regular season football, but as you mentioned at the top, the vibes are high right now and the national media is starting to catch on. Well, and what's interesting is this tweet came out before she had seen the Zay Flowers rap video. So then she had a follow-up tweet and um, for some reason I'm not able to get to it. Can you can do you have a next button on yours? Yeah, I have it right here. Unfortunately, it's not allowing us to to do it on the screen for whatever reason, but then she follows up to your point to the actual video itself and she quote tweets somebody and says as I was saying slash tweeting about the energy and chemistry on the Ravens team yesterday, this video from their dinner last night. And of course, it's Zay rapping. And before you all start in the comments, I'm not saying no other team has great synergy. I'm just pointing out what I sense specifically about them. And again, that's related to the aforementioned tweet that I first had up on the screen. Yeah, people need to back up off of Josina. I think that Josina... And it partly because she has such strong connections with OBJ, but she also visits a lot of training camps. Josina has reported quite a bit on the Ravens, though she reports on a lot of other teams too. But you can tell fans from other cities are starting to get a little bit of a little bit of je jealousy here a little bit. So if you go into our comments, we have good team chemistry too. Yada yada yada. Well, yeah, but. She's going around, she's seeing all these teams, and she's just, you know, observing who she's seeing with, with some of the most, you know? So there's that. And that brings us to Pat McAfee, who I think um, 
makes some really, really compelling points. And this is him just reacting to the Zay Flowers um, video. Zay Flowers is loved by yes. this fucking Baltimore Ravens team. Yeah. And when you watch this video, we won't be able to play it because Kodak Black would certainly yep. give us a copyright yeah. <laughs> strike. Like, banger of a song, by the way. I guess that is literally the entire South Florida anthem, it sounds like, because as Zay Flowers comes into, you, yeah, as he comes in here, I don't know if this was a rookie show or not. I don't know what this event was. I have no idea. They got chandeliers in there. Maybe it's just, I have no clue where they are here. <laughs> But I love the fact that you can see exactly who all is from South Florida. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they are the ones that are surrounding him by the end of this, rapping the entire song lyric for lyric with Zay. This is the type of video you see. Saw with the Eagles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With a hold on, wait a minute. And it was right before the NFC Championship mm -hmm. game. Yes. The video hit the internet that this is what the team meeting looks like. And there was offensive line coaches in the whole room dancing. It's like, oh, that team's going to win right there. That is a team that is together. That's a team that is loose. That team likes each other, it appears. That is a weapon. If you have the talent and you like each other, I feel like you're going to play harder and better. That's what I'm seeing on this fucking Ravens team. Yeah. Every video that surfaces from them. We need to start talking more about the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Clearly, there is a there's some attention being brought to this team. Here's the quote: "That is a weapon. If you have the talent and you like each other, I feel like you're going to play harder and better. That's what I'm seeing out of this effing Ravens team. Every video that surfaces from them, we need to start talking more about the Baltimore Ravens. This is a guy who not only understands the NFL brotherhood, but understands the internal dynamics." within a locker room, the bond that's needed to form a winning locker room. And while, again, we want to continue to reiterate, Sarah, that we're 10 days away from the start of the season, they have not played a regular season snap. A guy like Zay Flowers has not played his first regular season game in his NFL career. But the inner workings of this team, from a chemistry standpoint, it seems as if those boxes are checked. And I don't know, I don't want to act as if Throughout the Lamar era, they haven't had team chemistry because you don't have a 14-2 and two campaign back in 2019 and not have a good culture internally. But this just feels different from a likability standpoint internally, and I'll be curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, so a couple of, of things in, in addition to what you just said. I, I'm glad that he had a talent. You know, when we were reading Josina's stuff, and obviously she, she knows that you need talent too, she was focusing on the camaraderie. He added talent in there. And that that really is a weapon. What's funny is it's almost like um like a it's circular to where it's like uh, again, we haven't seen these guys. None of the starters uh, or m the vast majority of the starters didn't play in the preseason. We haven't been out to training camp minus one one practice that I went to. But what's interesting is I don't know that you're that happy if you're there being like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, we're good here, but we're not so good here. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's part of, it's like one of the reasons why the camaraderie is so high is because they're seeing themselves and they believe they have the talent. So that's what I take from all those good vibes is like, in part, is that they believe they have the talent. And what's also interesting, and you kind of touched on this, is like, yeah, that, that 2019 year, 
Ooh, were the vibes high. Now, again, part of it is you had the personalities. You know, I I'm thinking of uh, back to, to that team. Uh, Mark Ingram was, was huge to that, right? But the other part of it is that they had the talent, and with the talent, they were winning. So that feeds into it. And, and what's crazy is, it, it, like, that segment goes on with the Pat McAfee show, and he goes on and he talks to the other guys on there. There's um, Pac-Man Jones, who's obviously a Bengals fan. So he, like, begrudgingly is like, yeah, man, I think they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Actually, I don't know that. if they're going to. Oh, you do have that. Like, did I you grab that. the whole clip or just that part? Just 35 seconds of it because it was a long one. But here it is, Adam Pac-Man okay. Jones saying, essentially, expressing what, what you just heard there from Sarah on what he views about his former rival. Nobody's talking about the Baltimore Ravens right now. No. I see these videos. I get very excited about the Baltimore Ravens and what their season could look like, Adam Pac-Man Jones. Well, we know, we know they're going to be a good team. We know they're they going to make the playoffs. We know they're going to be in the hunt. Um, the question with Baltimore is, can they stay healthy? Um, if they stay healthy, we'll be talking about them late in December, early January, uh, hopefully not February, but um, yeah, they could yes, be a the really, really good team. <laughs> that's the bias of this program. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we got that, and then we got this right here. Mm -hmm. Tone, are you not scared to death after seeing that? Those boys are tight. I would be. So what the audio people can't see is he's pointing to one of the other guys on the show who's a big Steelers fan, and on his desk, he's got a Steelers helmet. Now, what you cut off there, but what he says is he says, well, I feel like the Ravens always have a good culture. And that is true. He said minus last year because they had the contract hanging over them. And I think that's also true. The Ravens always have a good culture. But the point of this whole show is it's different. Even as good as the culture has typically been, it's a whole other level this time. It's a whole other level. Again, it's level like 2019, but we got to see, we got to see the results. The last thing I just want to add We've talked a lot about Zay Flowers. We've talked a lot about his talent. We've talked a lot about what he can do. We've talked a lot about how his, his happy personality and how it's infectious and how he's always smiling and all this. But something that McAfee picked up on, which I wish I did earlier, he probably does because he's been in these NFL locker rooms, is that he's loved by veterans and veteran stars. This rookie. Coming out of Boston College, not Alabama, not out of Oklahoma, not out of these, you know, big, you know, SEC teams at a Boston College has won over some of the biggest stars in the NFL in OBJ, in Lamar Jackson, in that whole entire locker room. So it's it's not just that he's and and there was a little bit of that with Kyle Hamilton. Like I saw Marlon Humphrey becoming good friends with him right away, right? So Kyle Hamilton came in and he seemed to earn some respect to the veterans pretty quickly. Linderbaum, I mean, he had respect of like Kevin Zeitler and all that. But this is, again, another level to where it's just like you have your star quarterback with the cell phone. And at the end, he's like, like straight. You know what I mean? Like. It just, again, everything we're talking about, it's just another level than what we're used to seeing. Lamar's got millions of followers. Zay's just starting out as this new sort of phenomenon in the NFL, right? So for this to have been blasted all over social media and be picked up by national outlets like Pat McAfee, 
regardless of what Zay does this year, he's going to be, I don't want to say a household name, but he's going to be talked about and talked about a lot. So it's, it's, it's been a very interesting news cycle, but you're right. The first 18, 19 minutes of this show has all been positive because that's all that's spewing out of one winning drive right now within this, within this organization. And that's the bottom line. We understand there's still 10 days away, but that's where things stand right now. Before we move forward, do you have a video on JK and OBJ that you wanted to play? Uh, I do. I actually have two videos I want to play. Sorry. This one with JK and OBJ, this is a quick one. Shoot, I forgot to look up. It's a TikTok guy. Can you look up who this is while I play it? I, I don't know where this video came from. And I, and I should have looked it up before we started. But anyway, it's got no sound, so I'll, I'll talk about it. But it's a TikTok video <clears throat> where J.K. Dobbins is in the tunnel at M&T Bake Stadium, it looks like. Darn it. I was hoping not to cough. I feel much better today. I saw lots of comments yesterday, by the way, wishing me well. And it worked. Like, I feel a million times better. And I can speak passionately tonight. And that was just, you know, the one cough. But thank you to everybody uh, for who wished me well. So anyway, we're at the, in the tunnel at M&T Bank Stadium. No, is that the Commanders? That's the Commanders. Look at that, the colors in there. And so uh, JK is looking at a video, kind of gives a peace sign. Kind of, It's a little bit corny. It's a little bit corny, but it's funny. Then all of a sudden, OBJ is coming the opposite direction. They have like uh, a little handshake. And then OBJ does the same thing, but kind of mocks him like, oh, yeah, you know, peace sign, kind of whatever, with like a, a funny face. And I just feel like it, and the, and the headline or the caption to it is J.K. Dobbins and Odell Beckham uh, relationship with some smiling emojis. But it's just like another, like one of those fun, what we're talking about is this like inside fun kind of um, relationship that everybody has with one another. There it is. I am Vartho via TikTok. <clears throat> so... Anyway, then the last thing, if we just really, let's just dive right into the good vibes. If we stink week one, we will cover that, but we're not there yet. Here is the carton show. Uh, just a few few seconds. Uh, prediction for this season. I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to have the best offense production-wise in the NFL. Ooh. I think they are. They are going Ooh. to be an absolute juggernaut. I think you're looking at a 5,000-yard season from Lamar Jackson. I hate having to say, obviously, the caveat's injuries, as it always is, right? But between, I mean, they got everything. They got everything you could want to have a prolific offense, and I think the Baltimore Ravens will have the best offense in all of football this year. And with that comes MVP votes for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Anything else? Can we get more positive than what we've done so far in the first 20 minutes? I don't think we can hype up this team anymore. Let's move on to roster moves here, Bobby. All right, perfect, because the Ravens finalized a number of their moves that we knew would be coming at some point in the, the following days since we went over the 53-man roster analysis earlier this week. And so basically three players that we expected to be placed on injured reserve, meaning the following, right? There's three players that will not be available until the very least week five. So they're missing the first four games of this season. That's cornerback Pepe Williams. That's running back Keaton Mitchell. Of course, the preseason darling. He's dealing with that shoulder setback that we covered earlier this week. And so he's one undrafted rookie that's going to start the season on IR. And the other is the Baltimore native Malik Ham at outside linebacker who also made this team. So those three will head to IR to begin the season. And then these three are added to the 53-man roster right away. Josh Johnson, 
Brent Irvin and Kevon Seymour. So again, no, no surprises here. This is what we thought. Uh, but those three initially going to start on IR. And then those other three are, are being thrust right into the situation in terms of the 53-man roster. The one thing that I thought about, Sarah, is that you know Tyler Huntley, his status remains unknown with that hamstring tweak from preseason. Are we trending towards a direction where Josh Johnson could be the primary backup in 10 days from now? Yes. Yeah, simple as that. That's what yeah. I think is is definitely happening. Uh, unless, well, I mean, we'll see. Um, I think Monday they're going to have their first, like, practice, like, regular season practice. They're going to get into their uh, normal routine of things. Football is all about routine. Nobody likes to break them. So that starts Monday. And uh, yeah, we'll see if it. We'll see if Huntley is out there. But uh, the last we had seen him, he was just working out on an adjacent field with a trainer. So yes, I think Josh Johnson very well could be the backup that day. Um, here and Brent Urban's going to get snaps. Kevon Seymour. It's going to be so interesting. I don't know who's going to be out there for the cornerbacks, but I want to say this about the three guys on IR: Pepe, Keaton, and Malik. I think we're going to see all three of them. I think we're going to see all three of them. I guess I should say this. If there are no injuries at running back, zip zero zilch all year long, and JK and Gus and Justice Hill are all good, then possibly they could keep Keaton Mitchell. But my guess is is all these guys could contribute still this year. Let's keep moving forward here because a couple other moves were made as well. There was the remember we we covered earlier in the week that 15 of the 16 practice squad players had been finalized and the, the Ravens did add that 16th player uh, from Carolina, defensive tackle Bravion Roy. He actually picked off Lamar last season, fun fact, but uh, he was a sixth round pick of Carolina's in 2020. He played in 45 games over his first three seasons. That included 15 starts and he is a big boy, 330 pounds, big boy, run stuff for specialist. He's got 76 career tackle. So I just wanted to add in here as well from the athletics, Jeff Zarebek, that according to his reports, the Ravens were hoping to go after defensive tackle Angelo Blackson and put him on the practice squad, but he actually opted to go to Jacksonville. So that's uh, that's the latest there in terms of the, the final roundouts, if you will, of the roster. So most of us can probably agree. It's just straight up more fun to be there for live Ravens football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official resale ticket marketplace of the Ravens, Ticketmaster has a wide selection of fully verified resale tickets. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Plus, if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. So do yourself a favor and find verified resale tickets today by visiting Ticketmaster.com forward slash Ravens. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, so I like that Jeff Zrebeck, I've got his tweet pulled up here for, for the video people. He did a big picture kind of look, which I thought was was really good. Uh, especially when we're talking about drafting and and how good you know organizations are and what and whatnot. So to get down to fifty three by Tuesday, the Ravens had to let go of thirty three players. Okay, so what happened to those thirty three? Kind of big picture. Eighteen of them returned. Whether it's these guys we talked about, Josh Johnson, Brett Urban, Kevon Seymour, or you know the many guys that went to the practice squad. So there's eighteen of them. Five others are still NFL. Active NFL quality. Caillou Kelly in Seattle. Jalen Thomas, New York Giants. Actually, I don't know if these are active rosters. Some of these guys could be practice squads, so I just want to put that out there. But Caillou Kelly, Jalen Thomas, Christian Welch went to Green Bay. Angela Blackson, Jacksonville. And then David Sharp, Carolina. Um, so there's only 10 guys that are looking for work. Only 10. Uh, James Prochet is one of those guys. I was hoping he could get picked up, even if it's at a practice squad somewhere. So, um, yeah, I think oh, I, we all felt like he was going to get cut, but, man, I really hope he can still get another chance somewhere. I'm really, really hoping for that for him. Tyreek Black, Dante Demas, uh, Jake Guidon, Trey Botts, Kyam Caesar, Kelly Sanders, Tay Hayes, DeAndre Houston Carson, and then Corey Mayfield Jr. So. Um, yeah, those are all guys that, you know, were long shots as, you know, a lot of these guys are undrafted rookies. And so you don't necessarily expect them to be somewhere in the NFL. But uh, that's where everybody has landed thus far. Thank you to Jeff Zrebeck. I was hoping we could see that hometown feel-good story with Dante Demas, who had a great final preseason game for the Ravens, be picked up on the practice squad. But you got to think that that's just a really a, a direct result of of how much the room's been revamped, and you also have a guy that's a former first round pick in the Quan Treadwell, who's going to be a valuable asset should there be any kind of injuries. Knock on wood, obviously to to the fifty three man roster in that wide receiver room. But let's get to that Andy Reid video, and I actually haven't watched this, so is there any way that we should tease it before we play it? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going into quick hits now, so we'll we'll not be too too long on each one of these, but. All right, so the reason why I <laughs> grabbed this is because there was a lot of talk about how Lamar Jackson uh, sent Todd Munkin some plays that he wanted to implement, and he said that he found those plays on social media. Some people had some fun with that. Really? Are the Ravens really coming up with plays based off of social media? Okay, so there's that. This is Andy Reid on the Chris Long Show. Chris Long is part of our Blue Wire Network, by the way. And uh, let's hear where he gets some of his plays. 
you look everywhere though high school college i mean at least i've heard rumors that you've got guys that go down to the bottom of the ranks to find new concepts and things you might want to go with have you ever actually taken something from high school oh absolutely yeah i took one from a janitor one time at green bay i mean I was, I was <laughs> no, I you gotta tell me this we, no we had a janitor it was a mom and pop uh group that cleaned our facility forever and then they were game day. And, you know, this guy kept telling me who's a, he was the owner of the company, the father of the, the family. And he goes, I've got this play for you. And he kept telling me this over and over. Finally, I said, okay, here's a card. Draw up the play. And he drew up the play. I go, dang, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We called the play just before halftime. And it scored. And he starts hitting his wife. And he's going, that's my play. That's my play. And she's going, yeah, right. Yeah, sure it is. And that, uh, you know, that's, uh, well, we'll take it from anywhere. All right, so that's awesome. How cool is it for that janitor, by the way, that he's like, I put together a play in Green Bay that they scored on. I just, I, I know we're in quick hits, but I have to say this. Andy Reid, I love that guy. He, uh, he's a member of my same faith, my same church. And when I was still living in Baltimore, I put together a um, faith and football event. Derek Mason came out for it. Um, a lot of guys came out, but we reached out to Andy Reed, who was in Philadelphia at the time. He traveled all the way down from Philly to Baltimore to come do this event. And he spoke for about 20 minutes about faith and football. And beforehand we had this small lunch and I was sitting with Andy and it, it was so easy to sit and talk with him. If I felt like I had known him for like 20 years, he is such a nice and easy going guy and the fact that he drove down two and a half hours with his wife by the way to come and do that like oh he's just such a good guy and i hate that the chiefs are are a rival to the ravens but if the ravens you know are out or whatever i'm i i love cheering for andy Reid. all right let's go on with quick kids i love that story that's so dope like the fact that he's had so much success on the football field and, and yet you have a story like that just as a sheer human being pretty cool that he can be both it seems like a balanced human being so yeah anyway yeah a couple more quick hits to your point there uh, this is from jason at over the cap we, we reference him quite often on here especially monetarily speaking front office wise but he basically divvied up the teams that he believes needs to create cap room for the season he has the, the chiefs Speaking of Kansas City, at nine million at the top of this list, the Raiders uh, are at seven million. Giants at five. Bills three point three. Bucks three point two. The Ravens are at one point six, and the Forty ers are just eight hundred grand. So again, this is the list that he feels these teams need to create cap room uh, for the season, and that's where the Ravens stand on that. Any thought? Yeah, I agree. I mean. Um... Brian McFarland said something similar uh, and the Ravens have places to do it. They haven't touched Lamar ja or Lamar's a little bit early, but you could touch his there's Marlon Humphrey. There's Ronnie Stanley. There's, there's definitely contracts. They could do it. Um, so, you know, he'll have, he'll have to, the Ravens need the slush fund, but they could also just do it as they need it. There's no reason to like, you know, restructure Marlon Humphrey say, you know, until, there's an injury and you got to go sign somebody or if a trade happens, like there are places to make room. 
uh, they just may decide to do it when they need it. And in terms of the tight end market, Mark Andrews' deal continues to look more and more economical for the Ravens as the years go on here. TJ Hawkinson, he's signing a four-year, $68.5 million contract extension uh, that basically resets the tight end market. Um, it's an average annual salary, essentially, of north of $17 million and $42.5 million guaranteed. That's the highest, both his annual average salary and that guaranteed number are the highest for a tight end in NFL history. So he now is, in terms of per year average, is atop the list of NFL tight ends at $17.125 million. Former Raven Darren Waller is at 17. George Kittle at 15. Travis Kelsey, just over 14. Dallas Goddard, just over 14. And Mark Andrews is right there locked at 14 flat. So you can bet a lot of guys on this list will be sharing and taking note of, of what Hawkinson just got earlier this week. So that's the way the tight end market looks right now. And let's finish things off with a tone setter, a friend of the show, Roquan Smith, courtesy of Ravens Wired. Come on! I got running, I got running. No, you didn't, bro. No, you didn't, bro. <laughs> Talk to me. Hey, good drop, bro. Here we go. Let's go. Let's set the tone. Put them in the Zero. No, you didn't, bro. No, you didn't, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. Number zero. What a weird sight. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm already, I'm already digging it. I've already transitioned. Let's go. Row zero. Let's go. I'm all for it. You know, I got to figure out how to say that right? to you more often. I got to say that to you more often. No, you didn't, bro. <laughs> we are siblings at the end of the day, aren't we? We spend so much Pretty time much. together. So at this point, oh, online this siblings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We want to shout out as always and thank two of our returning patrons who are supporting everything we do here inside the vault through Patreon this month. So big fesh 927 and Anise. Want to shout out you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore and beyond. And if you guys are out there and maybe you're interested in doing the same, maybe you're looking for some incentive, you want to hear your name shouted out on a monthly basis, perhaps you want to give some advertising or some promotion to a local small business that you run, maybe you want to be more involved with our monthly Q&A submission episodes, any of that, you should go check out what we're doing on Patreon this football season by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. All that information can be found in the show notes below as always. And if you want to connect with us on social media, Sarah can be found, as you probably already know, on Twitter at SG Ellison. I don't know why there's a bug flying at me right now in the basement. And I can be found across all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Bobby Baltimore. I'll give you the final word, partner. Anything else? Hey, we got till, I guess, Monday. John Harbaugh does his first regular season presser. Uh, and then this, that, this uh, Monday, the next time we're on, it officially begins the regular season. Yeah. Crazy. And that is Labor Day. So we got to talk about our schedule this upcoming weekend, but we will have, oh, yeah. we will, we will have a, so we'll see what, what we end up doing, but maybe, we will maybe have we get a day off in here, Bobby, maybe a day off somewhere. Yeah. I was going to say, I think because Harbs is speaking, we're, we're just taking people into our programming uh meeting right now but but honestly like people with harbaugh speaking on monday afternoon which is labor day 
and this really being the last weekend without football until January, it, I think I'm down to take off that night, meaning Sunday, and we'll yes. reconvene on Monday night to get ready for a Tuesday morning vault. We're calling it now. No Monday morning vault. We're taking Sunday off the last weekend before the regular season. Done. Yep. All right, let's wrap news, up though. now. I was going to say, let's wrap up, but here's the good news about being, we're, we're back now. Not only will we be, we'll be back doing post-game live streaming and whatnot throughout the week, but we're going to be bringing back our weekly guest interviews with not only a player to be named, but also a guest from whoever team the Ravens are playing that covers that team. And I know a lot of folks appreciated that based on the comments and feedback that we got last season. So we'll be looking forward to bringing that back next week. So with that, longest outro ever, all time. Hopefully it was thorough. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And again, we just wanted to say thank you for an awesome offseason. Thank you for sticking with us on a daily basis throughout this entire time. And beginning next week, that sense of urgency is back because regular season football is on deck. So with that, from my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off from this September 1st, Friday morning vault edition. You will next hear from us on Tuesday morning. Enjoy your Labor Day weekends, and we'll talk to you soon.